Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. This is huge. Tom Randall making the switch from Tickford over to Matt Wyatt. Thomas Randall is your pole man here for Armorall. Congratulations. P1, round one, race one. Just lean back and let it go. It was so close on the start line for Thomas Randall. Just lean back and let it go. Randall brings that thing home without a scratch. It's Thomas Randall who wins the race. Oh, it's time for our feature interview for IMAR Insurance. The tradies mate call 13IMAR here on the driver's seat. Thanks to Kubota Building Australia. It's really, really, as we look at the calendar coming up ahead, yes, all of the supercars categories are very pumped for it, but uh, the categories below, Super 2, that's not too far away, and one man who is an absolute superstar that was leaving Adelaide with all the momentum and two points separating him from being on the top of the points table is Thomas Randall. And you got to say, too, by the time we get to Winton, he's going to be chomping at the bit, wouldn't you say, boys? I think we all are. And uh, I think, yes, if you were last in Adelaide, Nimsy and Steve, you're probably thinking, oh, God, I just don't know how I'm going to go at Winton. But when you had such the the pace that, that Tommy Randall did, and then you've been nobbled by this coronavirus and held back. Absolutely, you'd be chomping at the bit. I know I would be. He's actually been very busy, though, during this uh, coronavirus-induced break. Started a brand-new business called Dream Simulation. It offers anyone a chance to jump on a race spec sim for a session too. And it's not just iRacing. There's a whole heap of other platforms. But you know what? Let's get the great man to talk about it himself. Please welcome back to the driver's seat, Tommy Randall. Thank you, gentlemen. Thanks for having me. It's uh, what, what a warm welcome. I appreciate it. <laughs> Mate, you, you must be, as we said, you must be champing at the bit ready to go to, to get in the car again at Winton, especially after that momentum you had in Adelaide. Uh, it's all good for the sim thing and the business, and we'll talk a little bit like about that a little bit later on. But, man, you must be, like Steve and I are, just dying to get back behind the wheel. Look, absolutely. It's it's been a while, and it feels like it's been it feels like we've had another off season. Really, uh, in fact, it's probably been a longer off season than what we normally have. So, um, I guess the, the good thing is that we're not going into the heat like what we did at Adelaide. So that's yeah. uh, that's one positive, and we're going to I guess our, our test track or a lot of a lot of the guys test track here in Victoria. So that's a positive, and yeah, we've got really good speed there. Um, which we I thought we showed when we tested there, but it's just gonna be great to, to be back with the team and, and my teammates. Um, yeah, kind of miss all the guys, and I've called into Matt White a few times and seen the car getting all all prepped or as prepped as it can be. I mean, it's it's just been uh, sort of resting like Sleeping Beauty at the moment, but um, it'll be nice to yeah, get back in the car for sure. And I'm really looking forward actually just to watching supercars this weekend. I think it's gonna be. It's going to be great to see how all the, all the guys go out there. I think, um, you know, they, they haven't got much track time before qualifying. It's a very compact schedule, and it's a good chance to see how everyone 
uh, you know, cooperates or responds to all the new rule changes regarding you know, social distancing and everything like that. I guess it gives them a chance to, to test that out. But, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I think yeah, we've all missed our, our real racing. I mean, the sim has been great. I've had a lot of fun with, with Stevie J as well. And, uh, yeah, I think we can still do that as well. But to be yeah, hitting the real racetrack soon is, is going to be fantastic. Yeah, it's it's been a really bizarre time um, and obviously something that, that none of us have probably experienced before. So so to be moving forward now, Tom, and, and looking at Winton coming up, probably the, the first I want to, sort of a couple of questions I'd like to ask. One, are you going to get a chance to actually sit your bum in a real seat and, and do some laps? Uh, and two, what do you think um, it's going to be like this weekend with the supercars at SMP? Because they haven't had a chance to actually drive their car since uh, since. I think it was the qualifier last qualifying session at AGP. So, what do you think is going to happen there? Well, yeah, that's correct. I mean, I think I'm fortunate in the fact that we will get a test day. I think we're looking around the seventh of July at Winton. So, yeah, um, yeah it's going to be uh, a good chance to dust the cobwebs, the cobwebs off. And I mean, we're going to be going to a two day event at Winton, so we don't have that. I think we'll we'll go down to one practice at session as well, just because it's going to be a condensed schedule. So yeah. to have that test day will be really crucial or really beneficial. But like you said, the, the main series guys don't have that. I mean, if anything, the rookies probably get a bit of an advantage this weekend because they get an extra an extra twenty minute session. I think at the at the beginning of the day on Saturday, so they're probably mm. going to have a little bit of an upper hand initially. But yeah, it makes it very challenging for those guys. I mean, even Adelaide was challenging because. I mean, they had that one test day at the bend uh, two days before they were on track at Adelaide, and that yeah. was sort of shared amongst themselves and the co-drivers. And, you know, you're going from a track that's completely different to Adelaide. So, look, they're probably um, they're probably going to be fine. At the end of the day, they're, they're meant to be professional race car drivers, and Formula yep. 1 is going back to Austria. I'm not sure if every team has had a chance to test before then. So um, I think it's hopefully going to spice up the field. And, I mean, all the different rule changes regarding... A number of personnel. I mean, there's a lot of you know, team bosses that aren't going. I don't even think Sean Seam is going. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a very condensed um, team environment in the garage. But I'm looking forward to seeing how everyone responds and who's sort of prepared the best leading into, into this weekend. And also for us when we go into our next Super 2 round at Winton in about a month's time. And, mate, what do you make of the, the Super 2, Super 3 amalgamation again because it was Super 2, then it was Super 2 and Super 3 and then it was back to the Kumo Championship and now it's back to Super 3 again. Can only Is it a, is it a good thing to have the two different classes together, do you reckon? I think, look, I think uh, there is... Now, Tom, uh, we've yeah. been, we texted about this today, so I want you to tell me exactly what you think. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to tell you what I exactly think? Um, yeah, okay, no, well, seriously, tell know, us what you think. Opinion, yeah. opinion, I think there's from, from a Super 2 driver and team's point of view, I think there's more cons than pros. I think for what, you know, we, I guess what we paved to do the championship and what we've got at stake, I think now there's that added risk of, um, for example, if we end up lapping any cars in the race, you know, there's that risk of getting damaged there or, you know, if you're fighting for a top position in the race um, and you've got an extra, extra uh, hurdle thrown at you or even in qualifying, I mean, trying to get a clean lap, 
is going to be tricky. I don't know how many Super 3 cars they're looking to have in the field, but, you know, if it's another 10, 15 cars that, you know, are lapping slower, uh, it, that certainly makes it tricky, especially somewhere around Winton. And it also yeah. brings more more potential for red flags. So yeah. Um, yeah. in that sense, I think it's, it's um, it's risky for for the guys in Super Two because you know we're all battling for that top top position, and also with that comes that you know four hundred thousand dollar prize money that is to to help you in you know in the Supercars main series yeah. seat. But look, as a Super Three driver and team, I think it's a, a great opportunity, and I think it's yeah in 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 a positive from a Super Two point of view, I think it's going to be great to have a larger field, and at least it allows yeah. the Super Threes to race because they probably wouldn't have had a very good calendar otherwise. So. Mate, um, just I'm not all over the, the Super 3 thing now. Are they still running on the Kumo tyre like they used to? Say that again, sorry? Uh, are they still running on the Kumo tyre that they ran on last year? Uh, so they are not they haven't changed uh, to Dunlop rubber? I believe so. And so yeah, they'll yeah. be still on the 17-inch tyres. So I guess that... Yeah. That also brings an element into it. You know, they're going to be running on, on different tyres. But again, I think overall they, they are, a, I mean, they're, they're a slower car and, and they should be because they're not a car of the future. But um, yeah, I think they're going to be probably running to their regs and we'll run to our regs. And then yep. I'm not sure whether they'll, for the for the race start, whether they'll have the Super 2 field, a gap, and then the Super 3 field in like a standing start sort of procedure. Or yeah, what they're going to do. I mean, I guess we'll find out in uh, in the coming days or coming weeks. But um, yeah, in a way, it's kind of like the more the merrier. But in another way, it, it also brings other other risks into it. So you can look at it from 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 both points of views. But you know, in another sense, I'm just glad to be getting on the get back on the track. To be honest. <laughs> Yeah, totally. And, and we're actually talking to Robbo just a couple of minutes ago about, you know, co-drives and what that's going to look like. He obviously is driving the uh, the Monster Energy uh, Falcon, Monster Energy <laughs> Mustang, I should say. Um, any contact with BJR about your enduro drive at this stage? Because at this, as Nimsy pointed out earlier, at this stage, we're just Bathurst, really. Um, has there been any contact there and, and what that might look like for you? Um, there hasn't, at this point, there's been no no discussions as to anything else. Um, yeah, it's. I think Sean Seymour announced yesterday that well, he's pretty much certain that Sandown won't be an enduro. It'll just be the Bathurst 1000. So yeah. that's going to make a it shame. I think that's a shame. Well, Sandown's such mm. a good, a good place for an enduro, isn't it? It's a tough track that you know you've got to be on your game, not only on the track but in the strategy because you can go a lap down so so easily. Um, it's, I think that's a bit of a shame. That's, I think, an opportunity that they probably that went begging, I think. Yeah, I, look, I agree with you. I think from what, I'm, what I've read, that they still want to run it as a 500k event. So for, for it to not be an enduro, I'm not 100% sure what the reasoning was behind that. I mean, obviously, I'm disappointed, as probably all the co-drivers are. And look, I think the spectators enjoy that being an enduro. And uh, I mean, last year, it was good to Lee and I finishing on the podium there. But that being said, it, like you said, it, it's a, it is a very tricky uh, circuit because when we race there, it's normally very cold. So when a co-driver ex- exits the pit, the tyre temperatures are down. You're coming into that you know, late-breaking or hard-breaking turn one followed by a chicane, and normally you, know, you have to be on it straight away. And there's uh, not much forgiveness there either at that track. You know, it, It's kind of like a street circuit in a way with all the armco. But 
um, it, it is a it is a big challenge. You know, there's always different surface changes, which makes it tricky. And um, yeah, we'll see. I, I think yeah, what I'm hearing is, and I'm sure you boys have heard the same that it's it's most likely not going to be an enduro. So yeah, but look, even if you know the Bathurst 1000 goes ahead, which it, it looks like it will be going ahead, I think that's fantastic because that really is the holy grail of Australian motorsport, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, I mean totally. And and I, and it's interesting over the last three or four months we've seen uh, with a lot of the drivers that are off doing fitness things or, you know, in Robbo's case, he became a TikTok master or, or any of that sort of stuff. But you opened a business dream sim uh, in Melbourne. It probably one of the best places, any race driver, budding race driver, supercar driver, any of that sort of stuff could go. AFL premiership player. AFL premiership player (laughs) could go and get a taste of what it's like to drive. So tell us about that because it's, um, you know, where is it and what can you experience when you go in there? Because I've looked at it online. It looks sensational. Yeah, look, it's, um, you know, everyone's probably sick of talking about e-racing for now. But, um, it's, look, it's something I've been trying to work towards for the last three and a bit years. When I moved over to Europe to race uh, in Formula 3 over there to try and try and forge a career towards Formula 1, which, as we know, it's very difficult, but... Uh, I noticed it was quite a big market in the United Kingdom and also in Europe, this whole simulator driver training um, division. And I felt that it was quite beneficial for learning the tracks. And if you want to take it further, uh, it can also help you with uh, driver training. I I know that, I mean, the car normally isn't one-for-one, just like the track. I think sometimes you you can learn bad habits, but I think you can also learn some really good habits, especially if you're you know, more of a novice or even if you're just trying to fine-tune a few things or even if you're just trying to learn a track or familiarise yourself with the track before heading there to, to not waste too much time when you get there. I mean, it's something that I normally try and do before I go to a racetrack because for, for Super 2, we only get two 40-minute practice sessions and um, you don't really want to spend the first session just learning the track because it, it takes away uh, that time of trying to fine-tune the car and and yourself so but with the business uh, yeah I've tried to set it up as a like a tin top style cockpit because that's kind of what uh, we most people do or what's predominantly driven in Australia the tin tops you know TCRs supercars GT3s all that that style of car even even TCM Stevie but uh, look I've got plenty of plenty of software programs that can accommodate for pretty much all the Australian tracks and heaps of different cars and it's all on a motion platform in like a semi-adiabatic chamber so quite soundproof and then I've got all the live telemetry I can see your vision I've got cameras on the pedal that are looking at you at the steering and uh, yeah even MoTeC data downloading so with including an intercom system so it's just to try and um, yeah really boost the driver's confidence um, or improve their skill leading into them hitting a real thing. Who's who spent more time in that sim, customers or yourself? <laughs> Probably Jack Rewalt. No, <laughs> Jack Rewalt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, yeah, I've probably spent the most amount of time, and I try and I try and set whenever someone comes in to go on the simulator, I try and set a base lap before they come in. Um, so then I've got some some data, but look, it's. It can be frustrating if they go quicker, but look, it was uh, it was very awesome to have Jack Rewalt on the sim. I think he came on the sim about four times before doing the Celebrity E Series race, wow. and uh, yeah, he's been great. You know, we've kept in contact, and uh, he's a ripper dude, and um, 
it was great to have him on and he's he's been really supportive of the business and uh, yeah, I'm just hoping once you know, this COVID crisis or pandemic sort of settles down, I know Victoria is becoming a hotspot once more, but hopefully once racing resumes and people start to feel a bit more confident, you know, leaving their homes and such, um, you know, we can yeah try and get a few more guys in and uh, guys and girls in and look at it ranges from from anyone. It doesn't have to be a professional driver or even a driver. It can just be anyone who just wants to come out and try a, a V8 supercar at, at mm. Bathurst or, you know, a Porsche at Albert Park or a Formula 1 at Spa. It can be absolutely anything they'd like. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's that's kind of what we're, we're trying to aim to do is to reach out or to, to hit, you know, anyone, not just, could, not, just the, not just current drivers. It could, even, it could even be uh, a driver driving a little open wheeler trying to get their eye rating up with a legendary spotter and he still crashes. <laughs> hey, yeah, Tom. I, I don't, sorry, I don't recall that story. <laughs> I don't recall that one. <laughs> to, to get everyone a bit of an idea, I was spotting for Tom, which means you, I was at my house uh, on the Gold Coast watching Tom racing on his uh, in, in the eye racing and... Uh, talking to him over the internet, you know, over our Discord channel and um, trying to guide him because he was trying to get his iRacing up. So iRacing is very real in the way that if you crash, it's like license points. You drop license points. So you've actually got to build your license points up to get to a race. Now, Tom, you were building your license up to race at, it was a 24-hour race, wasn't it? Correct. It was a 24-hour of the Nürburgring. I was, I looked. We'll just go. We'll go to the end of the story before we go to the beginning. I, I ended up racing it with uh, Jack Aitken, who's a Williams reserve driver doing Formula Two, and I did it with his brother Max and also Esteban Gutierrez. Now, look, I didn't realise the amount of effort involved to boost that license up. I thought it would just be a case of you know I'll, I'll just do a couple races and off we go. And I was hoping that all the ARG rounds that we did sort of counted towards that, which fun fact turned out it didn't. So and, as you uh, so happened to have to witness, I spent pretty much 12 hours straight trying to get my license up to only have to do another 24-hour race the next day. So I wouldn't have got that. I wouldn't have got through that without you, Stevie. That was. I'll never forget that. I, I owe you a beer. Yes. 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 So it was couple. interesting when when I said to you to just sit there and finish the race and don't go off the track. Uh, you decided to muck around with some guy in another country and he got freaked out by you and you go crash into each other and your eye rating dropped. So that's it. That, that's at the point where I gave up being crew chief. <laughs> well, I've got to say, I'm, I'm glad that, you know, a lot of my incidents have been happening on the game. I think, you know, my dad has yes. seen a lot of the incidents I've, I've been involved in or the ones I've caused, even the ones I've, even the ones I've done on my own just by myself. And look, I'm, if they were in real life, I think I would have given up driving a long time ago. So thank goodness it was all in the sim and I could just hit escape and uh, and try again. So, yeah. What happens on the sim stays on the sim. <laughs> I hope. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. That is a fantastic tag. Apparently not if you're Stephen Johnson because he just tells the world what happens. He'll just, put it, he'll just broadcast that on the radio. But, hey, you know yeah, what? Yeah, <laughs> if you want to be a part of it too, like as, as Tommy said, from the beginner race fan, to the uh, absolute professional slash ex-supercar driver that uh, has a penchant for uh, McDonald's Sundays, you can get amongst it too. <laughs> Head to dreamsimulation.com.au. Check it out for yourself. Uh, based in Melbourne. And you can, oh, we also forgot to mention uh, your old uh, enduro partner, Lee Holdsworth, also part of it too. So you can get a bit of coaching from uh, the nicest guy in supercars as well. Exactly. Yeah, it's great to have him on board as a 
as a driver coach, and yeah, he's he's a ripper guy to work with. Um, yeah, we've had a good relationship as of last year, and uh, yeah, we keep in contact very regularly. And I'm hoping he, he has a great weekend. But uh, it's great to have someone like that on board. And look, he's he's even done some remote coaching lessons uh, for a kid up in up in Queensland, Alex Gardner. He's uh, a young Carter, great kid, and Lee's done a bit of coaching with him. So um, yeah, we can even do yeah remote remote coaching as well. So. Um, there's, there's plenty of op- options with the with the uh, simulators, so that's that's one really good thing hey, about it. Hey Nimsy, fun fact: talking about McDonald's Sundays, uh, <laughs> if you drive on iRacing at Le Mans down the Mulsanne Strait, there is a KFC. I'm just telling you that. <laughs> of course, you've got that. <laughs> 200 mile an hour, you got the KFC. <laughs> Knowing Stevie, he's probably he's probably eating KFC while. <laughs> Driving down it. Is that what you're trying to say? You were eating it? No, there's the actually a KFC on the straight uh, at Le Mans in the game on the back straight. <laughs> Imagine the drive through there. Coming through, pull now you 200 make, mile you an hour. Hungry. Yeah. Steve's garage is the <laughs> only one that's got a car controller, Spike Man, and KFC bucket. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, next thing, the car. The KFC yeah, he, on the he, car. Get Colonel Sanders on the bonnet. Yeah, he gets out of the car. They drag him out to the uh, out to the transporter, and you know every every other driver gets a drip and a this, that, and the other thing and a massage. Yeah. Stevie, fifteen piece extra crispy bucket. That's it. Bang. There it is. Fuel Shut drop. Refresher uh, towels in yeah. there. All right, you're good to go. <laughs> At least I know I'm going to get fed, like- Matt, because there's no man shape <laughs> drive-throughs down there. <laughs> No, there's not. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, Tommy, it, it's been an absolute pleasure to have a chat with you again, mate. Dreamsimulation.com.au is where you'll find all the details. Um, mate, actually, before we let you go, one last thing. The S5000, mate, because uh, you're going to have a very busy couple of months after July. You're going to be joining Steve and Matt at at Sydney Motorsport Park, August 15th and 16th. You'd be pretty excited to get back behind the wheel of uh, the S5000, I'd assume. Yeah, well, I don't know if I'm excited about having a hang around with Stevie. <laughs> but, um, There's a KFC near the track at SMP too, mate. Don't worry. <laughs> we'll go there. We'll hook up for KFC. But no, look, I'm really looking forward to getting back in that. I mean, I've got some really good supporters in that and in Super 2. But, uh, you know, um, having uh, Alibar, Form 700 and uh, ACT Fentire on board with that is, is fantastic. Uh, along with the Vilbus. I mean, there are some local guys up in Sydney that uh, are helping me and some, some local guys here in Melbourne too. So uh, that, that's going to be fantastic to get back in that. I mean, it's a bit, yeah, it's a real shame we, we couldn't press on with uh, with the AGP, but obviously that, that was you know, out of our control. Uh, but we were going to start second, and uh, it was a phenomenal track to drive around anyway. And they are really cool cars. Hopefully, uh, Stevie you can get your, your hands behind the wheel of, of one of them at some point. I think you'd, you'd really enjoy it. Oh, just cue the joke from Matt where I can't fit in the tub. Come on, Matt. I'm waiting <laughs> no, for I've it. Kept yeah. that. I, I got told by Mrs. Mack last week that I was a little bit hard on you. Ooh. Yeah, saying that you wouldn't wouldn't be able to fit into it. What was it? A form, it was a Formula, Formula 1, one mate. Formula. They're bigger than an S5000. Yeah, <laughs> and she said, geez, you're mean to Steve on air. So <laughs> okay. you know, I've got to, I mean, uh, let's be honest, mate. There's absolutely no way you'd fit into an S5000. But <laughs> well, let's, let's just but be we'll, honest. We'll, but, we'll leave it at that. But uh, yeah, you can see Tommy back in action. Winton, July 18th and 19th. And also back on the grid at SMP, August 15th and 16th. Dream Simulation. You make sure you check it out. Uh, it's absolutely fantastic. If you're a guy like me that uh, has got zero skill, a guy like Tommy and Leroy, we're more than happy to guide you through it. But, uh, Tommy, we appreciate you joining us here on the driver's seat, mate, and uh, best of luck. We'll see you at the track soon. No worries. Thanks again for the chat, boys. Always a pleasure.
Take care. <laughs> there we go. Tommy Randall, our feature interview. Thanks to Imar Insurance, the tradies, mate. Call 13IMAR or visit imar.com.au. You're listening to The Driver's Seat for Kubota. Together, we're building Australia. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91